0: THE BEHOLDER I do not make the rules of magic nature I do but abide by them. The people of our small village by the sea come to me seeking magic, a charm to ward off illness, advice on when to plow or plant, or the best day to launch a new fishing boat, and all of those things people are willing to abide by nature. But in love they seek time and again to thwart nature, to give themselves beauty in another's eyes, or to force someone to love them. It is in the pursuit of love that I have most often been mistaken, for charms and feelings forced by magic are not real. Over many years I have learned caution, but when I was young I thought every one deserving of love. Perhaps it was a way of soothing mine own romantic feelings— For one thing a witch-woman cannot do is make magic for her own use. They say there is a man for every woman, no matter how unfavored she may be, one who will love her with his whole heart, let the world think what it will. Looking about any village in the land, you will see that sometimes even the poorest and ugliest have husbands who can see the true beauty in their hearts. But only sometimes— "'Far more often they are miserable wretches left to fend alone, or mistreated by loutish husbands. "'When I think of such misfortune, I cannot but recall the time when, still a young woman "'and new to my calling, I was asked not to make a charm, but to break one. "'The young squire, son of the Franklin, was of an age with me, but like the other girls "'of our village by the sea, I could only admire him from a distance.' Of course he did not go to the local school, but had tutors until he was sent away first to the monks, and then to university. When he came home, though, the village rejoiced. He was so beloved for his kind words and good deeds that people failed to mention what a handsome young man he had grown to be. Not that we young women failed to notice. Jenkin provided venison when the harshest winter in memory froze the fishing fleet in the harbour. That same winter he gave the villagers firewood from the Franklins' lands, and later sent his laborers to replace the mud-and-wattle houses that burned when people stoked the fires too high to ward off the bitter cold. Everyone spoke of his goodness and courtesy to all. When a neighboring kingdom declared war, the young squire led a troop of local men and returned a hero with a knighthood. That was when the Franklin decided it was time for his son to marry, and that brought Jenkin to me. When he appeared at my door I thought he came seeking further charms against the disease stalking our community, the plague which always follows when times of deprivation have made people weak. His own father had been gravely ill, and when I saw Jenkins standing there my first fear was that the Franklin had suffered a relapse. But no, his father was improving daily, and for that very reason Jenkins had come to me with an extraordinary tale IT SEEMED THAT DURING HIS SERVICE IN THE ARMY OUR YOUNG SQUIRE HAD BEEN WOUNDED, TEMPORARILY BLINDED BY AN EXPLODING CANNON. A LADY OF THE LOCAL GENTRY NURSED HIM BACK TO HEALTH. NO SURPRISE THAT HE LOVED HER BEFORE HE EVER SAW HER FACE. I FELL IN LOVE WITH HER GENTLE, CAPABLE HANDS, HE TOLD ME, AND HER VOICE, SWEET AND PURE AND INTELLIGENT. INTELLIGENT? HER VOICE? I ASKED, AND HE SMILED AT HIS OWN NONSENSE. What she said, he amended, she sat and talked with me for hours, when pain and the fear of blindness disturbed my rest. She is bright, charming, and I love her. Then what is the problem, I asked? Is she betrothed or married to another? No, I told her that I loved her, and she told me she is ugly. A man might love her as a sister, perhaps, but... "'Never as a man loves his wife.' "'And is she right?' I asked. "'He sighed. "'Then he replied, pain in his voice. "'Her ugliness is far beyond ill-favour. "'I don't care, but my father will. "'When the bandages were to come off my eyes, "'Greta was not there. "'When my sight adjusted, I looked for her, "'but only the other women were present. "'They told me she could not bear to have me see her.' "'But you could not be satisfied with that.' "'Of course not. "'As soon as I had the strength to walk about the castle, "'I went in search of her. "'She was with some gravely wounded soldiers "'who had just been brought in, nursing and comforting them. "'I followed her beautiful voice. "'She knelt praying by the side of a dying man, "'and I knew that God accepted his soul "'simply because Greta prayed that he would. "'He paused, but I had nothing to say, "'so waited for him to continue his story.'